Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network where I, your host, Ted, along with my co-hosts, the New Mouth of the South, Mr. Tyler Peters, the Temptress Witch, Miss Ivy, the Senior Official Ref, Amy Veronica, OG Will Denardo, and the Executive, Mr. Nelio Cuomo Costa. Talk everything pro wrestling. It's the indies, the pros, everywhere you go. Let's jump right into Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. I'm your host, Ted, and uh, I am here with the uh, with the wonderful ladies of Rewind, Ref Amy Veronica, MV Temptress Witch, Ivy, and I also have the new mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, here with us tonight. Uh, and folks, we are uh, just a week past the Royal Rumble, you know. Uh, the Royal Rumble was interesting to say the least. I think that the pay-per-view uh, was a pretty good one. But uh, but the first thing is first here. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Amy, acknowledge me. Oh, fuck off. Acknowledge me, God damn How it. many months did it take for someone to beat me? I'm just happy to be him. Uh, acknowledge me. You get to pick the next rewind, which I still haven't picked my last one. But thank, thank God, because I'm running out of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so for for those of you playing the home game, I won the predictions war. I've got the belt. Well, Amy's mailing me the belt. Okay. And I am the victor. You're welcome. I ended her bullshit throne. You know. I took it all down to studs and I'm going to rebuild this shit the right way. It's going to be like, it's going to be like a Roman empire. See what I did there. It's going to be the belt version of the Delco bucket that Ted has hiding under his desk. (laughs) You mean mean this bucket? Yep. That one. This This one? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. (laughs) You just wait. I'm going to restock this bucket for April. As long as people oh, buy no. some merch. Go buy some merch, motherfuckers. Okay? <laughs> look at that shirt that, that Tyler's got on. Look at that shirt. Yeah. Look at our beautiful faces. Okay? Mm-hmm. Look at our beautiful faces. Buy a shirt with our faces on it so that we can all get together Kylie in April. Kylie Ray it right now. Okay. Kylie Ray. Yeah, do it now. Yeah. So um, I'm going to restock the bucket for April. But it's just going to be full of ridiculous questions. Absolutely ridiculous. And that's going to be a segment. You're welcome, Internet. You're welcome. Or I'm sorry. One of the two. Never have I ever the bucket list. Ooh, I'm going to (laughs) lose every single one. (laughs) I know that for a fact. So we're uh, we're very excited. And... um, if we sell, like we said, if we if we sell the right amount of merch, Tyler is definitely coming. He he has no reason he can back out if we sell the right amount of merch. So you guys got to buy some merch. The contract. Go do it. Yeah, I'll book yeah. his damn flight. Shit. That's right. That's I'm gonna right. make exactly. him sign a blood contract in April, in uh, March. That's right. I'm gonna witness yeah. it and video it. So, yeah. folks, I, I also want to put this out there before we get started with the with the content of the night here. The Temptress Witch may or may not be. Uh, Coming back to CC Dub, she may or may not be there on March twelfth in Nashville, Tennessee. We shall see. So you may want to go to ccwrestlingfl.com/events and buy your tickets now before they sell out. Go and buy an do Ivy it. fans shirt. Hello, duh. <laughs> Jinx. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> What are we in uh, eighth grade? Here we go. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, let's jump into this thing for a little bit here. The Royal Rumble. It was a good show. I actually I actually enjoyed it quite a lot. Um, and I think that for the most part, we got what we thought we were going to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to kind of review the card real quick, uh, Becky Lynch retained her championship. Against Dewdrop. Uh, the Grit couple beat the It couple. Bobby Lashley went over Brock, but because of shenanigans, much like uh, much like we all said would happen on the uh, the prediction show. Uh, Reigns retained over Rollins in what may have been the, the singles match of the night. 
Uh, I really enjoyed that match. We can talk more about that. Uh, the the women's Royal Rumble, Ronda Rousey came out with the win. Uh, we had Mickey James did show up with the Impact Championship, which is awesome. Really freaking awesome. Um, and Brock Lesnar won the, the men's Royal Rumble. So uh, I like took studious notes during the women's Rumble match. I was like into the women's Rumble match. You can see I have all the eliminations <laughs> written down. Like I was in it. I was in it. I, I really awesome. enjoyed it. Um, the men's Rumble, between the combination of it being really late, I actually, now that I've experienced some of these longer premium live events again, uh, I actually want to go back to the, to the COVID pay-per-views. I want to go back to the two and a half hour pay-per-views. Just be done. Just be done. Run it from eight to 1030 and call it a night, guys. You guys were doing great pay-per-views during that time. It was fantastic. We were enjoying those shows. You didn't have to change it back. Just a suggestion. <clears throat> um, but that being said, between, between it being so late and uh, the booking not really interesting me, within the first 10 participants, I <laughs> fell asleep. I had to rewatch the next day with the boys. Um, boys. And the, the boys loved it. My, my middle child, uh, I got him a, a toy wrestling ring for Christmas with a, with a Shawn Michaels high cat. Uh, sorry for those for those of you listening on a podcast platform on Sportswire, <laughs> Ivy's cat just literally walked right up into the camera. Um, the uh, the I got him the like the the wrestling ring that WWE makes now, and it has like a steel cage that comes with it. But it legit sounds like a bump when you drop a wrestler on it, like it's spring <laughs> it's spring loaded. It's not like the empty plastic no shell way. ring anymore. So it sounds like it's it's got a, a spring in the center of it, and it sounds like a bump when you hit it. It's like what what is this? But uh, but anyway, I find I showed them the Edge tag team match because they love Edge, and I showed them the Royal Rumble, the Men's Royal Rumble because I needed to watch it again anyway. And uh, now all my middle child will do is he goes up into the playroom and he takes out every wrestler toy he has and he puts them all in the ring at once and he makes Rey Mysterio beat everybody. He makes, Rey Mysterio, he makes Rey Mysterio throw everybody over the top rope every time. Yeah, it's fantastic. I, I used to do that. It's fantastic. It. It's fantastic. I love it. I'm like, and he's, he's, he looks at me, he's like, Daddy, my birthday's coming up can I have a Bobby Lashley toy and can I have an AJ Styles toy? I'm like, yes. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> He's like all about that's the it. Greatest thing. He's all about it. it. And so is my oldest one. My oldest one's like, can I get a couple wrestlers too? I'm like, yeah, cool. Their mom's like, no, <laughs> <laughs> you know, best, best thing ever. But, uh, but yeah, the men's rumble didn't really sit well with me. And uh, I want to get into that a little bit later because I think there's some reasons for that that we now know about that we didn't know about going into the show. Uh, and there's some stuff that we can talk about there. But let's start with, uh, let's start with the, the opening match here and talk about it a little bit. Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins. First of all, Seth Rollins rolling in in the shield gear with the shield entrance. Through the crowd. Dick. <laughs> He's such a dick, but it was fantastic. It I loved was. it. I it was great. It. Yeah. I, I only asked. wish, I, the only thing that I wish that he would have done was a streak out of the front section of his hair. That mm -hmm. would have made yes. it absolutely perfect. Yes. But I'm not going to complain because it was fucking great. Oh, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Um, I thought... This has potential. Oh, well, I think that this has potential to be match of the night, um, for sure. Uh, I want to hear what you guys have to say about the match overall, though. I don't want to. I don't want to eat up all the air time here. I know everyone just loves to hear me talk all the time, um, but I want to hear what you guys have to say. I want to start with uh, the ladies tonight, so I will go to the temptress witch. I will go to Ivy first tonight. Yay! Um, echoing what you said, I actually did enjoy this pay-per-view well what is it a premium live event premium now? live event <laughs> um I, I actually did enjoy this for the most part um but this match I think it was I think it was great to bring that in as the first match um it really kind of like set the tone you know going into it 
Um, I think the match was a perfect combination of both actual wrestling as well as the psychology aspect that we want to see in the storytelling. So that was like phenomenal. I will not change a thing with that. Um, I think that the outcome of the match with, you know, Roman still retaining, but Seth winning via disqualification was pretty good because it kind of doesn't, it doesn't take away from, you know, either performer. Um, it keeps Roman with the strap and also kind of shows that Seth busted his ass at, out there and, you know, did his thing. So overall, I think it was excellent. I really wouldn't change anything about it. And I agree. I do think it was match of the night for me. Awesome. Ref Amy, what you got? Um, a lot of what Ivy said, I agree with. Um, the only thing I had a problem with, like, I, I love the ending, like the actual plan, the ending with like the disqualification and then like Roman getting that cathartic moment of hitting him and replaying the um, shield breakup and getting the, the beating the crap out of uh Seth the only thing to nitpick about this and it's not I don't think it's on anyone necessarily it's just the way the camera ended up you see the referee put Rollins's hands on the rope and that distracted me and that's when it ended to the DQ but I was just like sitting there I was like well that kind of ruined it but, like, other than that, I thought everything was perfect. I thought it, it ended exactly the way it should be. Seth Rollins made us hate hate him so well mm-hmm. and, like, actually was able to make, like, Roman the good guy in this match, which was nice. And then, yeah, I, I like that, the the after stuff after the match. So, yeah. yeah, yeah talk about long-term storytelling. Right? Yes. WWE doesn't know what long-term storytelling is. Every internet wrestling, you know, fan ever – has to agree on this. No, you're wrong. Okay. Uh, this was what, 10 years in the making? <laughs> you know, like, a long time. Get out of here. Get out of here. All right, Tyler, what do you think? Uh, just made me, you know, reminded me that these are the two stars you, you build a company around. I mean, these guys get better. They were already good. I, I agree with everything everybody says i can't believe it yes amy i agree with you it's i'm a, gonna it's a, fight you so much in Nashville, tyler <laughs> I, I know you will i know you will i, I couldn't resist I, I had to but no seriously it, it was awesome i mean going back like you were saying the shield entrance and in the mind games and these guys just, they could sell and they could they knew the spot so well like you said ted just storytelling not only as far as the angles but the match just everything about it. and the crowd was into it and that's so important when everybody's vested in it and so interested in it you could tell it just there was an energy to the the, the whole dome the whole building so you know that's my only takeaway so i'm just going to kind of uh, concur with everybody else my sentiments is exactly Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, two of the, the best. And Seth Rollins is a, one of the greatest workers ever. And, you know, you got Roman Reigns, who, to me, is just getting better and better. So that's all I've got to add. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I I, uh, I concur with pretty much everything that was said tonight. Um, overall, I'm, I'm really happy with uh, – really happy with, with how this match went. I was happy that it was the first match of the night. So it left that little it left that little seed of doubt about what could happen in Brock mm-hmm. versus Lashley, right? Because if Brock Lashley's first, you know exactly what's going to happen. Brock's going to start and end the pay per view, right? But by putting Roman first and having him retain first, it plants that little seed of doubt that maybe WWE will surprise you. They didn't, but maybe <laughs> they'll surprise you. You know. Um, so coming out of the Universal Championship match, we got right into the Women's Royal Rumble. Um, in my opinion, best Women's Rumble we've seen. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. 100%. I think it had the perfect balance between, uh, between surprises and uh, elevating current stars. Um, yep. I thought there was lots that 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 we can unpack here, uh, but I wanna I wanna hear what you guys have to say first, and then I'll kind of tag in at the end here. Tyler, I am gonna start with you on this one. What did you think of the women's rumble, bud? I, I agree. I thought it was a lot better than the men's Royal Rumble match. And you're right. I like how they use the legends to elevate the the new stars, mm-hmm. like Rhea Ripley eliminating Ivory. I mean that I popped on that moment. I marked out because that that ride to center was great. That that oh was my, my god. Much- 
that, that was so good. And then Rhea just, you know, automatically eliminates her. Melina was great. Oh, one of my crushes. I, I love that entrance. I never get enough of it. But Sasha Banks, and, and that, you know, that was a shame. She didn't get more time because she's really talented. I, I mean, I know mm-hmm. she's she's an attractive lady. But th- there was just so much good stuff. I love the Bella Twins were great. The, the one spot where they turn on each other was classic. So Sonia Deville and Naomi, I love the storytelling in that match where mm-hmm. Cameron was in there and she eliminates her. Naomi gets Sonia, but then Sonia gets her back. To me, that's just perfect. I mean, it makes me more interested in what they're doing. And to your point, Ted, I mean, the storytelling is so huge. And WWE does know how to do it. I'm with you. The wrestling community needs to wake up, and I can't wait to hear your guys' thoughts on it. There was just so much to try to remember. I mean, Lita, oh, my gosh. I I miss Lita being in a ring. I mean, I I was great. And believe it or not, I'm not going to mention Charlotte. I I can't believe it. So (laughs) you you all, yeah. Oh, I did. I did. No, you busted me. I I did. I couldn't get away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I I do want to say again, though, here's another example of long-term storytelling in the current mode, right? Like it's not a 10 year storyline like the shield was, but Naomi and Sonya Deville, this has been going on for months, right? And it's just been this little thing that they pepper in at you on SmackDown. It has never been a, um, a full fledged focus on the show, but it's just been there. Right. And they find different ways to, to pepper it at you. And now it's starting to mean something because we're starting to get the payoff, right? Beautiful, really beautifully done. Uh, Amy, what do you think? Um, a lot of what uh, Tyler said, I agree with. Um, I was actually kind of salty in the beginning when uh, Sasha Banks got eliminated pretty early because I thought she deserved a lot more time. Um, but other than that, yeah, like you said, I think it was a good mix of like surprise and then like someone you knew and then like a legend and stuff. Um, Oh God, I had a thought. Ronda Rousey's return, I was actually, I was happy to be wrong because she exceeded my expectations as far as like what I thought she would be capable of doing. The only thing I kind of disagree with, and I get it, like you want her to have that big win coming from from return. I think they could have started the Charlotte um, Ronda feud, which is, it looks like that's where they're going without her winning the Rumble. Because with both of them in there, they could have started that feud. Like, one of them could have eliminated the other, and then, like, the other person slides in and eliminates the per- the other person. Like, I think they could have used the Rumble win for somebody else of who- whoever Becky is going to face at WrestleMania. But other than that, I thought it was, it was good. Um, I have my thoughts about Ronda, the way she looked and sounded on Monday. But, like, I thought it was a good it – was, it was almost perfect, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think there's a little bit more to unpack there about what you said with Becky. Um, seeing what we saw on Monday Night Raw after the fact, mm-hmm. um, I agree with you. I think that Ronda's going to go after Charlotte for Mania, which, um, and then we found out that Lita is going up against Becky at Elimination Chamber for Blood Money Mania, right? Yeah. And um, so I won't watch it, but. <laughs> I'll watch that one match, not live, but I'll watch it. You know, just because I, I want to see it. <laughs> um, man, Butters is like attacking the camera with his tail. Oh my god, I didn't even notice it. <laughs> Butters. Um, <laughs> um, but what I will say is, I, I do not believe that Big Time Bex will walk into WrestleMania as champion. I think, I think that Lita will win the strap because. Uh, a legend going over in Saudi always happens. So oh, yeah. I think I think that Lita will win the strap. I think that Lita will then drop the strap to someone who is not Becky. And then Becky will challenge them for WrestleMania. And I think that that will either be Dewdrop or Liv Morgan. And I hope that doesn't happen because that would be Becky's first loss pretty much since like, and to do that just because you want to like, I mean, Saudi blood money, Saudi blood money, but, um, <laughs> uh, I, I want to see it. I want Lita to have one more title reign. 
but it's such a waste on Becky's first loss. Oh man, I'm gonna have yep. nightmares about this now. Yep, I think I think it's gonna happen. I think it's gonna happen. Uh, mm-hmm. I also think that um, that Liv Morgan came across mm-hmm. really strong in the Rumble. Mm-hmm. I think that they they made sure to go out of their way, showing her on camera being very dominant in different spots throughout the match. And they made sure to hide when she was getting her ass kicked to get her rest time in the corner, you know? Um, and they made her last a really long time in that rumble. Um, it's something that they can build off of for sure. It's reminiscent of three Royal Rumbles ago with Bianca Belair to me. It's reminiscent of that. Not in the fact that, you know, Bianca had all those eliminations and stuff like that, but just in how they treated her in the match. Um, They didn't waste all the booking that they've done with her in the last two months, three months, which was a nice change of pace. (laughs) Um, And so I think that that's certainly, um, that's certainly pretty cool. Uh, I didn't like that she was eliminated by a Bella. (laughs) <laughs> I will say that. Um, I think that that was. I think that was a waste. If you were gonna have her get eliminated, um, maybe have it be like a, you know, a Sarah Logan double cross. You know, if you're gonna bring her back for this one match, like you know, make it make it tie into something that's already been there. The Bellas, you know, just giving the Bellas a couple of tosses over the top, just kind of. That's the one thing that bothered me about it, you know, about the match. Um, that and Molina's quick exit. I mm-hmm. thought that Molina. I think I thought that Molina could have been in there for you know, give her give her another four or five minutes of shine. You got thirty people going to be in the freaking match. What does it matter if you give her three, four more minutes of shine? You know. Um, but I was uh, I was pleasantly surprised at how the the women did. Uh, Ivy and I were talking yesterday yeah we were <laughs> and uh as i was stuck in traffic on 95 uh, bitching the whole time about moving zero miles per hour <laughs> it was awful it was absolutely awful um but but ivy you brought up the uh the interaction between molly holly and mm. nikki ash yeah. right you want you want to talk about I, that yeah so i mean just like a quick elaboration on the overall um match I think it was great I think it was full of like some pretty decent spots um one of which that you know like I mentioned kind of stood out and I thought it was great was um you know when Molly Holly comes out Nikki Ash you know kind of attacks her on the side and just to see that like like the old school superhero character versus the new superhero like I think that just did something there like I even just that little minimal imagery that we kind of got that was that was really cool um I love the fact that Sarah Logan came out like you said even if it was just for that one match that was great um I think one of the best decisions that they made while my cats are attacking the screen um is not having Rhonda come out at number 30 Mm. because I think that's what everybody was expecting Mm. so to not have Rhonda come out at number 30 um I think that was very good um Michelle McCool looked fucking great like she she, always did in every rumble like she definitely has and it just kind of goes to show you like that right there is having like a legend come out who seriously like has not missed a freaking beat like she held her own and she was in there for a decent amount of time as well I thought so I think that was good she has the best Um, fucking coach ever (laughs) like like, let's be real you guys she has the best coach in the world (laughs) but like who who was it that like went to jump off the rope and like she big booted her who the fuck was that because she whoever that was ate that shit like like zach and i were watching it and zach was like well she really ate that i'm like (laughs) yeah (laughs) um pretty funny um and then um Last but not least, freaking Mickey James with the belt and the music. The pop for her was awesome. I, I'm here for it. I love it. So I think it was great. I really do. Um, I think it was second best match of the night, in my opinion, overall. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely kept me engaged. We kind of, I was nervous about this one going into it because of, you know, how slim pickings our women's roster is right now. Um, but I think they did an excellent job, you know, kind of bringing in the legends, bringing in the surprises and showing, you know, off the actual skills of our actual roster. So I, I think it was great. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Um, 
let's uh, let's keep it rolling here. The the next match on the card was uh, was Brock versus Lashley, right? No, it was uh, it was Becky versus Dewdrop. I apologize. Mm-hmm. It was Becky versus Dewdrop next. Um, I saw lots of really positive comments for Dewdrop on Twitter, which was really cool. Um, a lot of this woman can outwork everyone on the roster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're not wrong. Um, you know, she she reminds me of a uh, a younger awesome Kong. And mm-hmm. I, I have to and I have to say this, you know, when when I first started this show with Will way back in the day, we would watch all the stuff and recap it all and it would be like a 3-hour episode. I am sorry for everyone that listened to those first that first season of <laughs> Um but but there was a time back then when you know Piper Niven was still on NXT UK and I was not a huge fan. I I didn't think that she was TV ready. I thought there was still too much uh there was still too much that had to get shaped up um about her in ring work before she should be on television and I was worried about her style hurting people. Um you know, as part of that, you know, she did part of that, you know, that, that English kind of hard hitting, it's not quite strong style, but it's British strong style, you know? Um, and, and I was worried about it. I really was. And um, to see the growth that we've seen in her in these last couple of years is, is really phenomenal. Uh, I enjoyed this match. There were times when it made you question you know, it's kind of like whenever Kevin Owens is in a match for a championship, you know, like <laughs> Kevin Owens almost never wins the championship, but there are always like five or six moments in the match where, uh, where Owens is like about to win and you're like, Oh shit, are they really going to pull the trigger? Are they going to do it? <laughs> right. And and I felt like we got a lot of that from this match. Uh, I don't want to talk too much though. I do want to go to Amy first. It is her turn to go first here. So Amy, tell us what you think. So, yeah, I thought I enjoyed this match a lot more than I thought I was going to. And like you said, like, there were moments where, like, belief was, like, suspended a little bit that, like, oh, wow, they're going to change hands. Um, The only thing that held back this match is the booking beforehand. It just, Mm -hmm. like, you weren't emotionally invested into the match at all. Like, we were, when we did predictions, like, no one in their right mind thought that Dewdrop was going to win. So that at the end of the day, hinders a match, but good on them. Like, cause like I said, you had those moments where like, it made you question everything you thought about them. So, and then, yeah, I think aside from the freaking name, like, do drop. Do, 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 do drop. I hate it. Like just, just drop the name. The Eva Marie storyline's done. Just get, give her back her name. Uh, But yeah, good match. Awesome. Awesome. Let's go to uh, the witch. Um, I think it was a good match. I think it did exactly what, you know, I mentioned that I thought it was going to do, um, on our predictions episode. Um, I think that, you know, like I said, this match, I do not think was ever constructed for Dewdrop to win. Um, I think that it was more constructed to put her in the spotlight and give her some elevation, which I think it definitely did. Um, she absolutely did wonderful. And I think one of the things, you know, when you see a, a, female wrestler who is you know a little bit on the bigger side like Dewdrop or like Anaya Jax okay you kind of always get a little bit leery when you see that because you don't know are they going to be able to work are they going to be safe about it you know this and that um and I think that she completely proved herself um in that match I think it was great um and you know just overall like I I was much more engaged in this match than what I thought I was going to be awesome awesome Tyler, what do you got, buddy? Uh, solid match. Uh, I like the background behind it. I think I've read in articles where it was 15 years in the making for Dewdrop to uh, get the opportunity, the chance to wrestle Becky Lynch. It was one of her the wrestlers she looked up to. So that, to me, is what got me interested in this type of contest. And I, I'm with you. I thought the back and forth was good. The story they were telling in the ring and Dewdrop using her power. I mean, just even basic fundamental stuff that, that made sense. That was logical. And then Becky with the disarmor and actually using more of the aerial tactics. But yet Dewdrop could do like the Vader bomb. I thought it was mm-hmm. cool. I mean, there, there was just a lot of neat spots. So I'm with you. That, that's just got some uh, quick highlights of the match. I thought, you know, what gets me into a match is – 
not only the storytelling, but the background, like you mentioned it, Ted, the UK, Ireland, Scotland, just that whole deal. I, I'm just a history buff. So to me, that's what gets me into wrestling too. I, I just, I'm fascinated by it. So I thought right. overall, just a very good match. Right. This, this to me <clears throat> feels like um, something that would have come up from the territories, you know, like this came up through the UK and then it came up, you know what I mean? Um, right. And, and I f- it feels like we got that kind of that payoff. Like everybody knew that, that nobody was really going to beat Ric Flair a whole lot, you know, but seeing them wrestle Ric Flair was important. And I feel like we're in that same spot with Becky right now. Um, so I think that's, I think that's pretty cool because, it, because once you get to wrestle Becky, you're somebody. And I, I just, I feel like, I feel like that's important right now. Um, up next was Brock versus Lashley. Um, a lot of mixed, mixed bag reviews for this match. Um, I'm interested to hear what you guys have to say and, uh, and then I will chime in. So let's go to, uh, let's go to Tyler first on this one. I, I thought it was a, a good match, but I'm, I'm disappointed we didn't get more of the, probably the stiffer style, the, the hard hitting mm-hmm. style with the, the backgrounds, the story they were telling, but I understand it because it's still at the end of the day, it's a wrestling match. Uh, you know, Brock's doing the suplex spots, and Bobby got him. That that was all nice, but I've got to admit, I'm kind of with people. I, I was a little bit disappointed, so I'm hoping to maybe see more down the line. But I get it. This was the build to the the Roman Reigns storyline with Brock Lesnar, but I don't know. I just I was a little disappointed. You know, they're doing that spot against the the barrier now a little bit too much. I, I think. I mean, I, I know it makes sense, but sometimes you can overexpose it, and to me, it was Paul Heyman and MVP to me who were the the real stars, even though I, I'm a big fan of both these guys. To me, it was uh, the managers as much as it was the match. It was that that psychology like uh, Avi was talking about. I mean, to me, that, that's all I'm going to add because, I mean, we, we saw it. It's not going to go long a marathon an hour Broadway, but, I mean, they did what they needed to do to advance the story. But the, I'm, I'm kind of mixed on uh, my reaction, my review on it too. So, Got it. Got it. Ivy, let's go to you next. Yeah, um, I'm not disappointed in the outcome. Um, I am disappointed a little bit in the match. I think that I just kind of was hoping for a little bit more of like, almost like street fight style, you know, in-ring wrestling. Um, you know, I, just, I would have liked to see a little bit more chaos between them just because you have two huge competitors. And, you know, okay, yeah, this, you know, like you and I kind of talked about this yesterday, just kind of like the, you know, I throw a big shot, you throw a big shot type of thing. That's okay. But I kind of wanted a little bit more for this. Um, It was okay. But once again, as soon as the outcome of this match occurred, it instantly made the men's rumble predictable, I think. And that took away again from the men's rumble, in my opinion. Um, I think that was another issue that I had with that match um, on top of a couple other things. But I mean, Okay, so what? Lashley wins. I think that's fine, but I think that they could have done a little bit better in the ring. Okay, all right, Amy. So, um, I, I really agree with Tyler about the manager thing because, yeah, um, MVP and Heyman were, I think, the stars of the match as mm-hmm. far as like the storytelling aspect. Um, pretty much agree with everything that everybody's saying. I will I, again. I'm nitpicking the execution. Mm-hmm. Because with referees, I think about this stuff and it annoys me when, like, I see blatant things. I hate the referee spot of the referee is down and another one comes from the back, especially in a highly produced product like WWE. Because obviously, know they're seeing everything. They're seeing everything. Yes. And not only that, it's not only that they saw everything in the back, he's running out with Roman still in the ring with with the, the title. And so it's like, it kind of takes me out of it when I see stuff like that. Cause obviously if you see that you're going to call a DQ and like, fine, I'll let it happen. But that's the only thing that like makes me a little bit mad, but yeah, the outcome was the outcome. I predicted it. And, yeah. And like Ivy said, it made the men's Royal rumble super predictable. Cause mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I love pressures I, up again. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I agree about I agree about the predictability, right? Um, that that part of it makes me a, less of a fan of it. Um, I think that they probably had a little bit more planned for this match, but Bobby got his bell wrong. Okay, 
because mm-hmm. if you watch, he eats this, that, that second German. It wasn't the first one. He eats that second German suplex right on the back of his head. He, he takes almost no back on the bump. It's all on the back of his head, right? Yeah. And then if you watch every German he takes after that, he's rotating to, I think it's his right side, and he's landing on his right, almost his, his right tricep every single mm-hmm. time. Like it, it made me nervous because at some points he was landing on his forearm. I was worried about him dislocating because he was taking that bump almost his whole weight on his forearm, mm-hmm. right? I think he got his bell rung early in the match, but he was still cognizant. He was still with it, and it made him nervous, and I think they probably made the call in the ring, hey, stay safe. We can always do it again, you know? And you yeah. know what? And you know what? If if we get Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar too, okay, I'll watch it. Because, yeah. because we didn't get everything the first time. I right? mean, we kind of are at it, the Elimination Chamber, just going to be with you know, four, four other guys, dudes, right? you know? Yeah. It's like it's a bad, it's a bad porno name. <laughs> We're getting it with four other dudes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the uh, but but yeah, I mean, I, I feel like you know, I, I want to see it again. You know, I want to see them go one on one again. I want to see what we can get from them in the long run. Um, I also think that this rain will only last until the elimination chamber. I think that Brock will win this championship because he wouldn't have said unification match on TV if we weren't going to get it at Mania. Yeah, they don't say things unless they want it. Put yep. it in our heads. Yep. 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 And so because because he already used the phrase, Cuz said it. He said it in the in the in the Rewind Network chat, right? Yeah. It's yep. like, oh, unification match. I called it. You know, like yeah, we we hear you, Cuz. Cuz, we hear you. Bro. <laughs> we love you, brother. We love you. Uh, you know, but but. They wouldn't have said it if it wasn't going to happen. So now we know what's going to happen in Illumination Chamber, which is just fine by me because that means I really don't have to pay attention to the to the Blood Money show. You know, Blood Money Mania eight thousand, woohoo! It's on. Thank you. You know, um, so um, I'm, I'm super excited that that I think that we will actually get that unification match now. Like it, it makes me very happy. Um, it makes my soul very happy. Um, I'm excited about that. I'm also super excited, by the way, completely off topic, that Kurt Angle is being brought in to do something on screen. We don't know what it is yet. He, uh, he, he publicly said that he's going back to WWE. He's going to be on screen. He doesn't know exactly what his role is going to be yet. But I have a thought. And the thought is that he will, um, he will be managing Chad Gable and Otis. Mm. Mark my yep. words. Mark my words. He is, it would be glorious. Oh, it it's would be actually amazing. Funny that you, it's funny that you say that, though, too, because with watching the Rumble and, like, like you know, I was watching it with Zach, and he's not, like, super up-to-date with, like, wrestling now. So, you know, like, he's kind of, like, asking who people are and stuff like that, and I'm explaining. And when I when Chad Gable came out, I kind of mentioned that, like, he kind of gives you that, like, newer twist on like the Kurt Angle character he was like yeah he's like I can kind of see that so oh my god it's so crazy you mentioned that because it's just a little comment that that was made (laughs) perfect yep and Mackenzie's the same way she'll be sitting you know she was sitting watching with me during the women's rumble and she's like why is this woman dressed like a Mormon she was talking about ivory coming out with the right to censor gear on like why is she dressed like a Mormon (laughs) (laughs) oh my god I fucking love Mackenzie (laughs) I was like, I was like, well, there was this group called Right to Censor. She's like, what were they censoring? I'm like, everything. Everything. <laughs> like TV, Fucking just thing. TV. Like they were just putting blankets up on top of televisions. <laughs> oh my um, God. So yeah. So, and, and then, um, you know, from there we got the grit couple versus the it couple. Uh, I feel like, and, and I, I don't want to speak for everybody here. If, if anybody disagrees with me, feel free to disagree. Um, I think the match was okay. I think that the outcome is great. I think getting Beth Phoenix involved is fantastic. Um, I think that we got what we needed to get out of it, and I hope it doesn't go past that. Um, but but I also think that all of match of Edge's pay per view matches since he has returned have been great, but they're too goddamn long. Mm. Um, you know, like yeah, one of my buddies at, at work, um I was talking to him in the morning. He used to work for uh he used to wrestle 
used to he used to work for ECWA. Um and uh he did a whole bunch of indie stuff coming up and I was talking to him about the rumble on Monday when I got to work. And he goes, Man, I like Edge. I uh but I don't need to see him work anymore. He's like a million years old. And he looks a million years old. You know, he's still trimmed, but like he doesn't look like Edge anymore. He looks like Grandpa Edge. He looks like Santa Claus Edge. I'm like, oh, jeez. <laughs> like, why did you say these true things? They're making my soul hurt. <laughs> Ouch. Like, like, if you think about it, like, uh, and I, again, I love Edge. My boys love Edge. I'm super excited that my boys get to see wrestling that is happening today with one of their favorite people to watch mm-hmm. um, from when I was younger in edge um they love that they have an edge action figure they love everything about edge and i i love that edge is back but man he got he does kind of look like santa claus edge i mean he does it just it is what it is you know the gray is popping through and and the lines are there and you know it's hard to not see it and it's hard to i mean the guy can still go he's a great wrestler but he doesn't need to go for 35 minutes for stuff you know he doesn't need to go for 20 minutes for stuff um, I'd be interested to see what the actual clock time was on this match if someone wants to look it up. Got um, it. Go ahead, Jamie. <clears throat> but uh, that's your cue. <laughs> but but at the end of the day, guys, uh, I don't think there's a whole lot to dissect in this match. I think it was exactly what we all thought it was going to be, um, and I think that it could have been done with six minutes probably shaved off the match. And I think that that's kind of where we are. Amy, what do you got? I'm looking. Click out of the porn tabs. It'll make your internet browser run faster. Never. I have to save those pages. Oh my god! <laughs> Two girls, one cup will still be there. Oh god, no! Ew. Oh god, my no. god! I wanted. I forgot that video for so long. Ugh. Sunny side up will still be there. I promise. No, no. One night in China, it'll still be there. Sean see- Walton will remind you about it every time. Is he eighteen minutes from curtain to curtain? Yeah, that 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 makes sense. Eighteen yeah. minutes sound, makes sense, and I think they could have done it in twelve, and it would have been okay. Yeah, you know, um, save a spot here or there. Still make, still give the Miz his shine. I do think that Cuz is right on this one too. Cuz said this to us in the group chat as well. Edge is saving Miz. Mm-hmm. The Miz became two thousand nine Miz when Johnny Drip Drip came back. And he lost, but but without the momentum, right? So we got the eleven-year-old character with no momentum. Okay, and Edge brought him back to being meaningful with this feud. But now Miz needs to move on, and he needs to be doing something meaningful at Mania. By the way, mm, I want yeah. to see the Miz. People are going to hate me for this, and it's fine. Because first of all, Miz is not Wish.com MJF. So everybody can shut the hell up. Okay? Um, I want to see The Miz in a triple threat match with Damian Priest and Shinsuke Nakamura for both straps. And I want him to, I want him to go over. I want to see it. I want to see it. I want to see him be the first guy. I think he would be the first guy in company history to hold the IC and the U.S. championships at the same time. And he deserves I, it. And he absolutely I'm not going to argue with that. It. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with that. The guy can work. The guy can talk. He has carried shit. And he's barely ever hurt. He is there working every single week. Damn. Even when he's doing other shit outside of WWE. Yeah. Like, right. they have the reality show. He did, like, the Dancing with the Stars thing, which, of course, like, he was away for a little bit. But, like, he was still, like, they still worked him in, you know, yep. to what was going on during that time. Yep. So, I mean, yeah, yep. you're not wrong there. So, so that's that's what I want to see. Is it going to happen? No. Probably not. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But it's what I would like to see. It's what I would like to see. Um, does anyone else have anything else they want to add about the It versus Grit couples tag team match? Um, I'll add that it was good. I agree. It was too long. Um, I do think that they did well with focusing on the women 
like mm-hmm. I kind of, you know, mentioned going into this, like, I feel like it was good to, you know, be able to see both women in there. Um, Beth looked very strong. Maurice actually surprised me a little bit. Um, I didn't quite think that we were going to get that much out of her because um, mm-hmm. we usually see her in like the more like vindictive damsel in distress mm-hmm. type of, you know, thing, but she looked good. Um, fucking Beth versus Miz was fucking great. Oh my God. Fantastic. I, I loved it. Um, and I liked the, that like double finisher. The double glam slam. Yeah, yeah, it was fucking awesome. That was great. Um, but yeah, it, it, I think it did good. It was just entirely too long. They could have chopped five to six minutes off of that and still wrapped it up nicely. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. By the way, uh, for those of you that, uh, that are still with us and were with us at the beginning of the show, if you haven't gone over to whatamaneuvernot.net yet and gotten your merch, go get your merch. All right. So, uh, so here's, this is the match where there's, there's just, there's so much to unpack guys. There's so much to unpack in this match. This is the deep dive. (laughs) And, um. I want to start by fast forwarding a little bit here. Okay. We know now we film on Thursdays, right? We know now that Shane McMahon has been quietly let go by the WWE and that this is a direct result of his. And, and I read three different articles about this today before I brought it up on air. Okay. So I'm, I'm parroting what I read, but apparently Shane went into the, into the match and pulled the I'm a McMahon card and basically told the other two producers on the match to go F themselves and wanted to put himself over all of these wrestlers and make himself look strong because he was going to wrestle at Elimination Chamber at Mania. He was supposed to be in the Elimination Chamber match, mind you, which is stupid. I'm so glad that's not happening. Um, You know, I, um, I'm... And I'm 90%, I want to say, I'll say I'm 80% sure that the awful booking decisions that happened in this match were Shane McMahon being dumb and doing dumb things. And that Vinnie Mac's original notion for this match probably would have been better. And yes, internet wrestling community, you just heard me say that Vinnie Mac's way would have been better. Um, I mean, when you're at dog shit, like anything, yeah, is better than that. Right. Um, I also want to go on record saying that the original plan from everything that I've read was for Riddle to win the Royal Rumble this year. Um, and and he was then going to go on to Mania, and we all know that originally Seth was supposed to win the WWE Championship at Day One. But COVID struck, and then Lesnar got added to that match, and then Lesnar got the win. So from what I understand, from everything I've kind of pieced together from all the different news stories, doing some investigative reading, uh, we were supposed to get Riddle versus Rollins at Mania in a main event. And first of all, that's coming a long way from those two having heat like two years ago, right? Rollins like didn't even want to work with with the bro at one point he was refusing it. And then he, he, uh, they came around cause, cause Riddle apologized and did everything he had to do. Right. Um, cause there was some shit, like his wife said something about Becky and the, 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 the caddy bullshit and Seth, you know, he and Seth buried it. Right. Um, so they're a long way from that, which is awesome. Um, and God damn, that's a match that, that would have been something fresh for WrestleMania. That would have been a great facelift for WrestleMania. Um, I would have really enjoyed that. And I think that had COVID not been a problem, uh, that might be where we're standing right now, you know, as we're, as we're looking ahead to not so far in the future, us all getting to watch WrestleMania in my basement. Uh, go buy some merch so we can make that happen. We need Tyler to be here. So go buy some merch. Um, you know, I, that's so that's why I think that this match was not great in the long run. Um, because Lesnar certainly does not need to be uh does not need to be in the Royal Rumble match to go challenge Roman Reigns, right? I mean he's been involved with Roman Reigns for, for months. You know? And then there's the betrayal at the beginning of the night. You know, or earlier in the night. There's no need. There's no need to have him in the rumble to do this. That's I think they could have executed. I think they could have had 
we still could have had the same result, but by different execution. And I say that by rather still having Brock drop to Bobby, having Roman win the way that he did, but having Roman come out as the surprise entrance winning and then choosing his opponent for WrestleMania. Mm. Like, do you get what I'm saying there? I think that that, I think that would have made the whole situation a lot less predictable because at that point, everybody's already predicting that Brock's coming in, right? Mm. Because he lost earlier in the night. And if they would have kind of thrown that little twist in there and had Roman actually come out and win and then choose his opponent and say that he wanted to fight Brock, I think that that would have been a little bit more of like a shock factor that they could have done to still give us the same match, but not completely destroy the wow factor of the rumble right even though there were there were spots throughout the whole match that i wasn't a fan of and we had that discussion last night but i'll just let you continue but that Mm -hmm. was just something that i was thinking off you know right and if you put if i put my fantasy booking cap on right say say brock does drop to lashley and then Mm -hmm. Roman does come out and win the rumble Mm -hmm. if i if my fantasy booking cap is on Lesnar's or you know Lesnar yeah yeah Reigns says I'm gonna challenge whoever's the WWE champion I don't care mm-hmm. who it is I'm gonna smash them and I'm gonna stack them and I'm gonna and I'm gonna pin them at WrestleMania and I will have both championships mm-hmm. and then you will all have to acknowledge me right and so then what the WWE can do is they can use this two months as an opportunity to a hot potato that championship a little bit mm-hmm. right to keep you wondering who Roman's going to end up facing, right? That's going to build intrigue. But that's also going to do is if you can, if you can book these guys in matches that the fans want to gravitate towards, like you see on dynamite every week, right? Yep. Then, then it doesn't matter that you're hot potatoing the title because you're building main event level stars. Mm-hmm. You know, you throw the strap on AJ Styles for two weeks. You throw the strap on Big E for two more weeks. You throw the strap on Kofi for a week. You throw the strap on this guy. You throw the strap on that guy. And it doesn't matter that it's hot potatoed around. Mm-hmm. Because A, you're going to want to tune into Raw because you don't know if the championship's going to change hands. When was, the last time a, when was the last time a major championship changed hands on Raw or SmackDown? I can tell you it was on SmackDown. It's been a while. No, actually, that's a lie. It happened Herbal on Raw last. Because Lashley won his first champ, his first WWE championship from the Miz on Monday Night Raw. Wow! But name one, name the, the last time that happened on Raw. Before that, Tyler, you're our historian. Can you name? Now, it? now, now, wait a minute. Did did Big E though beat somebody on a Raw to win oh, the you're WWE? Right. You're right. Big E won. I, I won too. I didn't know for sure either. I, Knowledge. I was, yeah. No, I don't know about that. But <laughs> well, no, I, I, got, I get. I get completely what you're saying there, Ted, though, too, because I mean, just kind of like bouncing the title around a little bit would actually, I think, keep it will make the titles actually fucking mean something, you know, a little bit there because we're kind of seeing that not occurring as much. Um, but also, like, just having, if you look back, like, I'm, I'm talking, go back 15 years, right? you go back, you know, we would see things like that. Periodically, you know, different titles would change hands on a Raw or a SmackDown. It wasn't always at a pay-per-view. The problem that I feel like we're seeing now is that as soon as the title changes hands, we know that we're getting this, like, long, strung-out title reign, and they just beat it to death. And I feel like it kind of, like, you know, you see feud after feud after feud, and they just end up being so long, and you don't get that, like, small, really high-impact storytelling that they really... I think need at this point because it would be I think it would make much better sense to kind of bounce it around a little bit have a couple really good solid you know smaller and shorter storylines thrown in there and then follow it up eventually with a little bit of a longer reign and then kind of you know bounce back and do that I mean if you think back 20 years ago that's how they built up all those main event level stars on Smackdown yeah they hot potatoed that championship on Smackdown all the time guys yeah you know every every month you know, every month or two months, you know, for a solid year there, someone else had the belt on them. And it was the same, like, six people, right? Brock Lesnar would have it, and then Big Show would have it, 
And then Bob mm-hmm. Holly would randomly challenge for it. And nobody would give a shit. And then Eddie would have and it. And JBL would have it. You know, and like, God damn it. Give me, give me a good stipulation match once in a while on fucking Raw or SmackDown, please. Right. Like, the only time we see any, like, a ladder match is, like, you know, the um, money in the bank anymore. Or if we see, like, a TLC type of ordeal. Just mm-hmm. fucking throw that in on, like, a Monday Night Raw. Make it interesting. You're just you're just looking for that Jeff Hardy reason to come back. No, I'm not looking for the Jeff Hardy reason to come back. I think Jeff Hardy needs to take time away from wrestling. I really do. I think he needs to to do. His I think thing he needs to sue the fuck out of WWE. For yeah, I real. mean, he definitely does. He definitely does. And I'm just going to say, as the advocate for my client Jeff Hardy, <laughs> my man, I've always had faith in him, and I said from the moment all that shit went down. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. She's, so, like, she's yeah. like, Jeff Hardy, you can give me more seeds than a strawberry. It's all good. Like, let's go. Oh, my God. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> but no, right. seriously, um, I, I would like to see a little bit more variety than You're what welcome. we're seeing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> all right, it's Amy. Hot in here. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Got the little I, bounce I, going and everything. There you go. I don't even know anymore <laughs> what we Amy, were talking about. Amy, t- um, talk to rumble. me about the men's rumble match. Oh, okay. So, pick, I'm pick not, two or three things. Don't 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 spend the, the amount no, of time I'm, I'm that you spent on the match. I'm gonna pick one rant. Okay. Okay. So, everyone who listens to this podcast knows I'm a fucking degenerate. So, growing up, <laughs> I watched Jackass, Viva La Bam, Wild Boys, the whole shebang. I've got tickets Sunday for Jackass Forever. Amy, why are we the same person? Earmuffs. <laughs> <laughs> So, I was actually really excited for Johnny Knoxville to be in this match. I think anytime Jackass gets involved with wrestling, it's a match made of heaven. Like, the <laughs> shit that they do to themselves is made for wrestling. Yes. At, I was so disappointed with the showing Johnny Knoxville did. At the very minimum, he should have been lit on fire. <laughs> 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 so when when he was eliminated in that whatever oh god i like the dude Sammy does Zane bullshit yeah yeah like i get it but is that gonna unless it's gonna pay off at wrestlemania why just destroy the man he's already been doing it for the last 30 fucking years like just do it and yeah that was the main thing that I was super angry about everything else in the rumble i was just kind of like at eh, wwe hey but yeah fair fair all right i don't know if you guys saw there was like a segment where i guess um sammy Zayn showed up at the jackass premiere and got like kicked <laughs> out oh my god he did a, the joker <laughs> thing where he's just dancing yeah <laughs> yeah it's fantastic it's fantastic ivy tell us your thoughts on the men's rumble that you haven't already um, shared okay first of all eh. um again i said the predictability i think kind of ruined it for me going into the match um the botched Kofi spot was something that, like, I saw immediately. But yeah. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Because here's my thing. I get it. We always, you know, see this and people expect, you know, this crazy, like, Kofi getting almost eliminated and then, like, walking on his hands to get back there or something. But mm. seeing that it actually didn't work out, I think, had, like, a good shock factor to it. So, you know, I think that was something that, like, eh, all right, that made it cool. I think Riddle looked very good in the match. Um for the most part. Uh, Bad Bunny coming out. I was like, hmm, I can't, I can't knock the guy. Cause I mean, right. you know, he, he can did work. okay. Yeah. I was, I he's, was he's a celebrity who can work. <laughs> yeah. So like for, for a minute there, I was like, did he just, did, did, what? Okay. You know, um, I agree with Amy on Knoxville. I think it would have been even cool to see him like just get murdered by like everybody in the ring there for like a solid two minutes and then finally get eliminated somehow. Um, Outcome again, not my favorite, understandable, but I do think the overall, the best part was fucking Pat McAfee's fucking commentary the entire time. Like, Oh my God, what the fuck is this guy doing? He he, he has me. become my favorite commentator and professional. He's so hilarious. Even Zach was like, "What the fuck is Pat McAfee doing there?" <laughs> and I was perfect. like, "He does commentary." He was like, "What?" I'm like, "Yep," but he was great. So that's perfect. I mean, that was it. Tyler, what do you think? 
I'll tell you what, guys, a person that I, I'm feeling sorry for, I mean, he's a star, is Drew McIntyre. I think he's lost so much momentum. And I, I hate to knock on Corbin and Madcap Moss, but the whole storyline's been hokey. It's done nothing for him. I mean, I, I don't know. I, just to me, I, I hate it for him. I mean, I, I'm a fan of Drew McIntyre. Randy Orton, I get it. It was the shock of Lesnar eliminating. But at St. Louis, I would have loved for him to stay longer being, you know, and all that. So just a few little things. But this was not my favorite match. And Shane McMahon, I'm telling you what, him eliminating Owens, that was crazy to me, you know, taking the two super kicks. And nothing against Shane, but he, he was botching too much, too. There, oh, there was too and he was, he was freaking yeah. nailing people with punches. Oh, it was painful yeah. to watch. Yeah. He's, yeah. Um, <clears throat> you could so. tell he was definitely putting, like, everything into the punches that he threw. And it – Shane listen I used to love Shane I I really did like I used to like seeing Shane but I think I've just gotten to the point where I'm over it yeah and it's like if you're gonna be a McMahon then be a McMahon and stay behind the scenes and actually do something constructive and then after what we've like recently heard this past week like uh why did you come in and fuck up the rumble Shane yeah listen yeah (laughs) I, I feel like I feel like we wasted two spots in this rumble I feel like we wasted the spot for Shane and we wasted a spot for Brock. And I've already talked about why I think yeah. that Brock didn't need to be in the rumble. Um, yeah. I think Shane, I think Shane was a wasted spot. I think that someone like a Cesaro should have been in the fucking match. I think that, uh, that someone like a, um, you know, even, even if you look at, you know, just bringing one NXT name up, Braun Breaker would have been, it would have been a perfect spot for him. You know? God forbid yeah. you promote the other show you have on TV. Right? Nobody. Um, you know, I just I think that this was a, I think this was a wasted a wasted rumble for the men's side. Um, I will say that AJ Styles is a gem. Mm-hmm. And he Luna, should, quit showing your butt to everybody. God. Um, he he should be protected at all costs. Um, and and if if I can. If I get my wish, AJ will get another championship run in 2022 uh, post-Mania because I, I think it would be rushed to rush him into any kind of picture right now, obviously. Um, I think it would be nice to see AJ um, win the money in the bank. I think that would be fantastic. I think AJ I would think be that a would great, be great money in the bank winner. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, let him go in there with some of the young guys, and you know mm-hmm. he's been doing so much putting putting people over work. You know, I would just I would love to see him get out there and do his thing. So, yep. Um, and I loved loved the Shawn Michaels homage mm. at, the, at the top of the entrance ramp. <laughs> yep. Like I, I I was like, oh, my heart. Yep. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere backstage, Shawn is watching like this, but with this eye. <laughs> oh my god. You know, smiling, just smiling. Leave that poor man alone. <laughs> you know, I'm done. Oh done. God, I broke Amy. I broke Amy. <laughs> not only did not only did I defeat her ass in the uh, the. Oh my before, god! But but now I broke her. It's perfect. Oh. It's perfect. You're welcome. You're welcome. Then, by the way, I would. For for everyone watching and listening, Shawn Michaels is my favorite goddamn wrestler of all time. So it's not, I'm not like I'm not hating on the guy just to hate on the guy. Like I, I I throw I throw some shade every now and then just because you know fuck he's my favorite wrestler ever. I got to do it. Can't be completely biased towards the guy. You know he's only the best in ring performer ever. You know, <clears throat> fight me if you don't believe that's right. By the way, fight me. No, no, he he is. <laughs> um, no, I, I'm with you. No, so. All right. Well, I think this episode is quite long enough, my friends. This one, uh, this one ran a little bit long, but we had a huge, we had a lot to unpack from the Royal Rumble. Thank you for sticking with us to the end of the show. If you're still watching slash listening right now, uh, go buy your merch. Go buy your merch. Watermaneuver.net. You can find it in our link tree. Shirt. You're gonna need it. Go buy one. You're gonna need it. Go show. Go show. Um, yeah, help us, help us get Tyler here. We need to get Tyler here so that we can, uh, we can have the whole fam together here. Um, please, 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 please go check out our previous episodes. Go check out, uh, all the stuff on the link tree, go donate to Bryce, 
uh, please make sure that you guys are uh, are following us across all social media at W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, Rewind Podcast. You can see it on the screen if you're watching on YouTube. If you are listening on podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, or if you're listening on Sportswire Radio, please hit us up there with some of your thoughts. We love responding to you. And by we, I mean Amy. Amy loves responding to each and every one of you. Uh, so please, 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 please make sure that you, uh, you go check it out on social media and hit us up with some of your thoughts on today's episode. And, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, hit us up in the comment section and I will like and love your comment, but probably not reply. Uh, so, so my friends, thank you so much for joining us on uh, rewind this week and we will catch you guys next time here on rewind wrestling radio. <laughs>